What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's second episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. And today, we are back with our one-on-one weekly wager series. Back again, it's week three. The score of the series so far, Ryan is 18 wins, 14 losses. I'm 17 wins, 15 losses. I caught up last week after being down three games behind. Ryan is blew it last week. I'm finally catching up. With that being said, be sure to check out today's other upload where we uploaded our weekly stardom sit-ums, including tonight's game between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Be sure to check out our best bets video. Our best bets record is currently 10-4. and We're going to be 16-4 and after Sunday. Be sure to place your bets, win some money, take our fantasy advice. Be sure to check out our waiver wire ads. Also, we touch on some names that may be down the board, names to look out for. Be sure to check that out. You don't want to miss that. Um... Like, subscribe, follow us, share us, shout us out, tweet at us, message us. Any questions you have, show us some love. And with that being said, here's a word from a couple sponsors. Little Italy Pizzeria. They got the best cheesesteaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. The menu is extensive. You can get basically anything you want. Come in, sit down, watch some football games, get some lunch, get some dinner, bring the family, get a cheesesteak. By the guy I'm sitting across from right now, customers tell him every day that state, they wouldn't even get a cheesesteak if it wasn't Anthony making it, so be sure to come and check it out. Yeah, their Little Italy's brand new website is linked in the description always. Be sure to check that out for catering details, full menus, different locations. My dad's got a shop where we record it, and my Uncle Mike has a shop as well. Come show us some love and be sure to tell them that the greatest podcast on turf sent you, and we will take care of you. And... um Something new we want to talk about today real quick. Um, our good buddy Chris from college, kind of our first friend we met at our college, um, he has a small online apparel business, up and coming. It's kind of new, kind of a big deal. It's called CM Apparel. Link will be in the top of the description as well. CM Apparel is a small clothing business that sells shirts, sweatshirts, sweatpants, window decals, and much more. Throughout the year, Chris, owner of C- owner and founder of CM Apparel, he likes to um, take 10% of every purchase and donate it to a charity. So every single purchase made, 10% of it gets donated to charity. From now until the end of October, 10% of every purchase will be going donated toward to the American Cancer Society. And if you use promo code GPT, you get 10% off your order. So you, by using code GPT and purchasing a piece of clothing or a window decal from CM Apparel, you get 10% off your order by using code GBT, and you 10% goes to the American Cancer Society from now until the end of October, so be sure to click the link in the description for CM Apparel. Use code GPT for 10% off your order and 10% to the American Cancer Society. I say it's about time we get into the podcast, but before we got a little bit of news, Carson Wentz, Tua, Tyrod, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown, um... It's really all I can think of right now. All out this week. All out this Injuries, week. Injuries, COVID. Three of those guys are quarterbacks. It's going to be huge implications on football. We got Jacob Easton coming in for Carson Wentz. We got Davis Mills coming in for Tyrod Taylor. And we got Jacoby Brisket coming in for Tua Tagovailoa. It's going to be exciting. Defenses are probably going to end up feasting. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, with that, and with that being said, I say we get right into our Week 3 pick Let's get into tonight's game, the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. I know this ain't saying much. Give me the Panthers. Their defense has looked phenomenal so far these past few weeks. They shut the Saints down. They shut the Jets down, too. That ain't saying much, but they looked real good against the Saints. I think it's time to finally put some respect on the Panthers' young defensive core. 
Um, what's our coach's name? I always forget. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Ja Rule's brother. <laughs> Matt Rule has finally got a good defense going. He's got a lot of young pieces. We talked about this a lot during the offseason, how they have a lot of young pieces. We need to see if they can put it together. And it seems as though they'll be putting it together. They got a Texans team this week that just lost Tyrod Taylor. They got rookie Davis Mills coming in his first career start. Their defense has been playing lights out. So look for the Panthers' defense to continue their reign of dominance the NFL so far they're being regarded as a top 10 defense finally in that discussion so give me the Panthers this week and I mean I'm not going to argue with you about it I'm not going to tell you otherwise uh he spoke on the defense so I'll go ahead and touch on the offense the Panthers are pretty explosive on the offensive side of the ball also I agree 100% what he said on defense but they also got DJ Moore they got Robbie Anderson they got one of the best if not the best running backs in the league and Christian McCaffrey the only question mark about this offense is Sam Darnold the man himself the sea's <laughs> ghost so far, he's been serviceable, and I think he'll be good enough to beat this Texans defense that hasn't done the greatest, but they've been respectable, but they haven't played against any real passing threats. They played the Browns and the Jaguars, who both sucked in passing so far. Um, now they got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson coming into town. I could see them two guys having a pretty big day. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much touched on it all. I kind of figured you'd like to touch on the offense because you love the um, rain on Sam Darnold's parade. So that's why I left it to you. So, I mean, we both took the Panthers. Just another disclaimer, this is a one-on-one wager series with money on the line. So if some of our picks are the same, I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of just how it goes. We got money on the line, some other stuff in the works for you guys on the line with this. So bear with us here. I mean, we're not going to, like I always say, we're not going to give you guys random content just to get clicks or just to make it interesting. We're giving you guys our raw, uncut thoughts on these games. So, um, yeah, with that being said, we got another game to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers. First division rivalry game of the year for these two. These two played each other fairly well last year. I believe the last time they played, the Chargers lost on three back-to-back 51-yard field goals. By the best kicker of football. Harrison Butker kicked like three back-to-backs from timeouts and stuff, made all three of them, won in the game. We're in for a treat this game. They always play each other well. It's a division matchup. Kansas City's coming off a big loss to the Ravens, and Chargers are coming off a tough loss to the Cowboys, so both teams are going to look to bounce back, build back some of that momentum they had after their Week 1 wins and win. I took Kansas City here personally. They're the home team. I think Kansas City's got a bigger chip on their shoulder. They are got killed in the Super Bowl, had a fairly easy week one game. No. They battled Cleveland week one, lost to Baltimore week two, and I think they're going to try and take some of that reign of dominance back on the Chargers, so I'm taking Kansas City this week. Yeah, the Chiefs and Homer is going to be a hard team to beat. Uh, they got a, like you said, a big chip on their shoulder. Pat Mahomes hasn't lost in September until what had happened last week. I see him doing Pat Mahomes things and going out there and throwing a ball around the yard against the Chargers. Yeah. A cool stat that I did see, I think it was on Twitter, it was Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert have thrown more out of their first 17 games, have thrown more yards than anybody else ever. Dang. So, I mean, that's pretty cool to see. Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill going up against Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. It's going to be a good game. We got kind of similar teams, I would say, just – The Chargers are not, they're just not the established Chiefs, I would say, but they're kind of similar everywhere else. Uh, The Honey Badger had a couple picks last game. I see the Chiefs kind of rolling here. I don't see how anybody can stop Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes. They're going to be mad coming off of this loss against the Ravens. 
Pat Mahomes don't lose in September. He did against the Ravens, but I don't look for that trend to continue. So, give me the Chiefs pretty big in this one. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I, I mean, is established that the Chiefs are, and I just don't think the Chargers got it. The Chargers have looked good. Their defense has looked good. Asante Samuel Jr. has looked very good, but I just think Kansas City is playing for a lot more. I think they're going to want to bounce back from that sloppy, sloppy loss against the Ravens Monday night. So that's why I took the Chiefs. And the- moving on to the next game. The Cow what the heck was I about to say? You're about to say Carolina. We the Arizona Cardinals traveling cross country to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars for obvious reasons. Give me the Cardinals. Jags haven't looked very good. Urban Meyer doesn't really know what he's doing. Um the Car- the Cardinals I keep saying the Carolina. The Cardinals have been just running through their opponents. They blew the Titans out. They put up a lot of points against Minnesota. Look for their offense to keep up right where they left off last Sunday against the Vikings. Put up a lot of points against the Jags defense, who isn't established. The Jags are in the early stages of a rebuild, so I wouldn't expect them to be anything crazy special this year. Urban Meyer don't know what he's doing in the NFL, and that's why I took the Cardinals. Yeah, we got a Cardinals team going against one of, if not the worst teams in all of football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got blown out by the Texans week one. They lost to the Broncos in week two. The Cardinals are going to rule. Kyler Murray, we've been saying this all offseason. He's a dark horse MVP. He's my MVP. I see DeAndre Hopkins having a big game. I see Rondell Moore having a big game. Christian Kirk might even get involved. Chase Evans is going to have a good game. And I think the defense is going to be fine against the Jaguars. You got Chandler Jones. And uh, Trevor Lawrence might have a rough day if uh, Chandler Jones did what he did week one, having five sacks and really ruining his day, J.J. Watt. And, I mean, the Cardinals' defense has been pretty good. They've been making plays, I would say. They they just allowed the Vikings to score 30 on them, but Isaiah Simmons has been doing good. Chandler Jones, as I mentioned, J.J. Watt. So give me the Cardinals taking this one big. And it won't really be that – it won't be close. Yeah, I mean, the Jags really – they just haven't looked good. Urban Meyer, I don't know. He's got Carlos Hyde splitting reps with James Robinson. Their offensive line looks terrible. Defense hasn't looked insane. Marvin Jones looks like the best thing on his team. And that ain't saying much because the receivers haven't been getting open like that. It's just a Jags team. Trevor Lawrence, we knew it was going to be a rough situation, but I didn't really expect it to be this bad, honestly. So, I mean, that's why I'm taking the Cardinals, and so far we're both three tied so far with our first three picks. I'll go ahead and jump into the next game. I'm going to take... Let's start with the Jets going to Denver, playing the Broncos. Now, the Broncos, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but the Broncos, when they're at home in the opening games of the season, they kind of blow out football teams just because of the fact that teams aren't in shape yet. They're going to Denver. It's a hard place to play. Mile high, air thinner. The Broncos, in my opinion, are going to destroy the Jets, and I don't know if that's being too harsh, but... You got Zach Wilson going in there just through four picks to the Patriots who are without Stephon Gilmore. Granted, they still have a great secondary and Bill Belichick, so props to them, but the Broncos, I mean, their secondary, that's that's their bread and butter is Von Miller and the secondary. So with that being said, I got the Broncos winning this game. Corlin Sutton bought out last week when Jerry Judy wasn't available to play. Uh, Tim Patrick has touchdowns in two straight weeks the running back duo of melvin gordon and javante williams has been doing pretty solid i would say Noah fans even having you know a good season teddy bridgewater is not doing great but he's also 
doing what Teddy Bridgewater does. He's winning football games. He's just kind of doing his thing, letting the team win him games. So give me the Broncos beating the Jets pretty big. I don't see the Jets um, really competing that much. Now the Jets suck. I came in this season saying the Jets Tell me are the really bottom feeling. five team in football. You hit it on all cylinders for the Broncos. I love the Broncos. I'm very high on them. I took the Broncos as well. And, I mean, me saying anything else would just be repeating you. So, I mean, we can move on to the um, – a game that I think may be a lot closer than we think. The um, Chicago Bears traveling to Cleveland. No. Listen. I don't like it. Justin Fields' this first This could be really bad or really good. Yeah. Justin Fields' first career start. The Bengal, the Bears squeezed out a win last week against the Bengals. They almost Somehow. blew it at the end. Cleveland is playing with their leading receiver being the third-string running back. Watch your mouth because Odell's back, baby. And I'm starting him in fantasy over DeAndre Swift for a full stardom sit-ems. Be sure to check out today's video on YouTube, linked in the description as well. Be sure to check out all of our other content from this week so far. You don't want to miss it. I promise you we bring the best raw, uncut, accurate content on YouTube. Nobody's better than us. We're the greatest podcast on turf for a reason. Yes. With that being said, give me the Cleveland Browns. I don't care. The Chicago Bears suck. I hate I hate to say it, but, I mean, the Cleveland Browns are going to rain on Justin Fields' parade on this one. They're going to um, just had a tough, kind of a tough game against the Texans last week up until Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Their secondary hasn't looked as good as I thought with Greg Newsom, with Denzel Ward, with Ronnie Harrison, Grant Delpit, J.O.K., Clowney, Miles Garrett have looked okay. I mean, their defense has been arguably very lackluster so far this season. And, I mean, they're playing against a Bears team with a horrible offensive line who Justin Fields may struggle against Clowney and Miles Garrett on the defense, on the defensive line against him. Um, I mean, David Montgomery has kind of a tough matchup this week. Just not a good matchup for Justin Fields. Fantasy-wise, he is a sleeper. Like I said, link in the description. But I'm taking Cleveland this week. I think this could turn into a very good game very quickly, though. Yeah, I'm also taking Cleveland. It's a kind of hard game for a rookie quarterback to start. Traveling all the way to Cleveland. It's not not all is the way Cleveland to Cleveland. far from Chicago? No, it's literally right next to it. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's literally like, uh, it goes Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. So it's like a... I don't know, couple-hour drive. They'll probably fly, but whatever. It's still hard for a rookie quarterback to go to a – to go for his first game into a different team stadium and start. Cleveland Browns, I got a feeling their fans are probably pretty severe, I would say, just because of how they are. They haven't won for the past 15 seasons. Now they're a good team, so obviously the fans are going to be, you know, really into it. You got Justin Fields playing up behind a lackluster – Horrible. Not, not even, don't even, not lackluster. <laughs> lackluster is disappointing. The Cleveland, the Chicago Bears offensive line is is very bad. <laughs> Almost just had a cost. The, well, well said. The Bears suck. Their offensive line is terrible. Well said. And they're going up against Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney. Who is, sucks as well. He doesn't, but a good defensive line. Yeah, he does. Uh, corners that are, they haven't played up to expectations, but I could see them getting there. Green Dell Pitt's probably going to end up blitzing and probably destroying Justin Fields, he had which himself is going to suck game last for him. Week. But I see the Browns winning this easy. Yep. As you guys know, we have been fans of the Browns and the Cardinals all offseason, yep. all since college. 
yep. basically. So, with that being Talk said, Texas. give me the Browns and it won't be close. Fair enough. Another one we agree on. And um, the next game, another good game, I feel like. Um, Washington football team traveling up north to Buffalo, New York to face the Buffalo Bills. I personally took Buffalo here. I think this one could be another similar game to how the Bills-Steelers was in week one for Buffalo. Washington's got a good defense. They're coming off a big division win. The biggest X factor in this game, though, has got to be Taylor Heineke. He looked pretty good against the Giants, whose defense on paper is pretty good. But, I mean, I don't know if they've really played it, if he's played it. Well, he played the Bucks last year in the playoffs and did all right. But it'll be a test this week. I think this game could be very good. I think Buffalo takes it, though. So for my pickup, I took Buffalo. But I think this is going to be a very good game. Buffalo is coming off a big blowout win against the Miami Dolphins. Granted, Tua got hurt. But I, th- I feel as I could be giving Washington too much credit here. But I like Buffalo this game, and I think it'll be close, though. I like Buffalo big in this one. I could see it kind of being a similar outcome to what had happened last week. The Miami Dolphins and Washington are kind of a similar football team, I would say. And with the situation of Tua getting hurt and Fitzmagic getting hurt, now you got backup quarterbacks in there going up against a Bills defense that they're no joke, really. I mean, they're not top three, but they're still no joke. I see the Bills winning this one pretty big. You got Stephon Diggs. You got Josh Allen. You got Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. They have a pretty solid football team. And I don't see Washington being able to keep up with Taylor Heineke. I know Taylor McLaurin played out of his mind, and I give him all the respect possible. Antonio Gibson hasn't had that great of a year that people were expecting, but he's still doing all right. I just don't see Taylor Heineke and Terry McLaurin being able to keep up because I, I, they're going to have to struggle. They're, I mean, yeah. McLaurin's great, but he's just going to struggle. And I see the Bills not really having that many problems. I know Washington's defense is good, but they also just let the Giants pop a 30-piece on them. So fair. Um, give me the Bills pretty big. Josh Allen's way better than Tyler, Taylor Heineke. Not saying much. They don't pay me the big bucks to say that, but it's still the truth, and the Bills will end up winning this football game. Yeah, honestly, I think this game is close, but in, in all reality, I think, like you kind of said, this comes down to Taylor Heineke and Terry McLaurin versus – Josh Allen and Diggs and give me Allen and Diggs seven days out of seven days of the week. That's Um, fair. As I mentioned, though, Danny Dimes talking about the Giants. We'll go ahead and jump into the Falcons traveling to New York to take on the Giants. And no surprise here, really. I ended up taking the Giants to beat the Falcons for a couple reasons. One of those reasons being that the Falcons have the worst, one of the worst, if not the worst, probably the worst defense in all the football they were struggling against... Who did they play week one? Who the Giants? Denver. No, who did the um, Falcons play week one? Um, the Eagles. They got blown out. Blown out by the Eagles. I, I guess they hung around there with Tampa Bay, so I'll give them props to that, but they still lost. They still allowed 40-piece to them. So I see the Giants being able to do whatever they want against this Falcons team. Danny Dimes had a close to 100 yards rushing last week against Washington, who has a pretty good defense. Now he's going against the Falcons, who have a horrible defense. Saquon's getting, I would say, healthier and healthier each week. He's starting to get his legs under him, so it can only go up from there for him. Uh, Sterling Shepard's been playing out of his mind. I think Evan Ingram might be coming back. The really only problem for me with the Giants is the defense, and I'm hoping that they take this you know, next step up against the Falcons, who hasn't, haven't done great on offense. They still have a couple pieces with Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, but 
they should be able to focus on them two guys and then just kind of make it happen. Yeah, and um, you took the Giants, right? Yes, I did. That's who I'm taking as well, the Giants. You pretty much hit that one on the head. Um, the Giants, I mean, they've definitely looked better as the season's going on. I know it's only two weeks, but we've seen improvement from them for two weeks. They kind of shot themselves in the foot last week versus Washington. I mean, in theory for the Giants, this should be a very this should be an easy win. I mean, I guess you can't really ever count out Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts who can kind of just Especially throw it against... The Giants. Yeah, especially being the Giants and how you shot yourself in the foot last week and how you guys have seemed to do before. And being that statistically you guys are the worst team in the NFL in past five, six years or so. So, I mean, that's not a good look. So, I mean, I guess no win's really an easy win for the Giants because they always seem to shoot themselves in the foot. But I took the Giants, and it's not close. Um, Next game, Indianapolis Colts traveling to Tennessee to play the division rival Tennessee Titans. Give me the Titans, and it is not close. The Titans killed Seattle last week. They didn't kill him, but their offense killed it. Derrick Henry had a day. Julio Jones had a receiver one in the NFL type of day. 120 yards and a touchdown. It should have happened. There we go. That was me slamming my foot down, and it should have happened. What, the touchdown? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a bullshit call. It was terrible. Refs were just... Tell me how you really feel. That was the terrible call. The refs in the NFL suck. The NFL is the no-fun league. It's so bad. (laughs) Watching all the taunting calls. This is why college is better. The college refs suck, too. Are you kidding me? All the targeting calls? It's brutal. Football is getting so soft. I'm so sick of it. But give me the Titans. The Colts defense, like we touched on on YouTube, link in the description. Check all of our content out from this week. You cannot go wrong. Best content on YouTube for football. Um, Colts defenses look very lackluster. Carson Wentz somehow find found a way to sprain both of his ankles on the same play. Um, very unlucky. Yeah. Titans looked good last week against the Seahawks. That week one blowout from the Falcons was a fluke. I think the Titans are going to hit the ground running, blow past the Colts, and just – keep going their defense looked better last week i know they gave up a lot of points to the seahawks but it ain't saying much the seahawks can put up a lot of points versus anyone but yeah give me the titans against the colts the colts are terrible they're not healthy and they just haven't looked good so far and i'm not and if this comes down to jacob easton versus ryan Tannehill, i hate Tannehill, but i mean i'm taking taking him and the titans and it's not close yeah there's not much i can say about this the colts have had a Unfortunate hand dealt to them. They got a hard schedule. Carson Wentz keeps getting hurt. When you got Jacob Eason starting, it's very hard to take you to win a football game. So, therefore, I will not be doing that. I will be taking the Titans. I'm a fan of Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown. And I think that they're just going to blow right by the Colts, who have been struggling. Granted, it's been against bad or good teams, but when you have Jacob Eason starting, you, I can't take you. Absolutely not. And um, next game we're going to be talking about is my New England Patriots at home versus the New Orleans Saints. Now, we will be having a much different conversation next week when the New England Patriots have to play Tom Brady in his return to New England. But, I think um, I'm going to take the Buccaneers in that one. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And it's probably going to be done in a bad fashion. With that being said, give me the Patriots this week versus the Saints. I was never bought into the Saints hype against Green Bay. I knew it was a fluke. I knew there was no way Jameis Winston was going to come out and win MVP and kill all these teams. He got exposed by the Panthers, 
defense last week. Um, in fact, the whole Saints did. I know they were down a lot of coaches. I know, I know. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Still, Alvin Kamara didn't do nothing. Jameis threw a lot of picks. None of the receivers were getting open. And the Patriots' defense is a lot better than the Panthers' defense they just faced. And Bill Belichick is a lot better than Matt Rule. So with that being said, give me the Patriots. Give me Mac Jones throwing his first career touchdown pass of his career against the Saints' defense who's injured. And, yeah, give me my Patriots, and it's not close. Uh, Mac Jones, baby, my favorite player. I'm taking the Saints in this one. I really? personally think what happened last week with the Saints is unfortunate, and it's kind of a not a surprise that they lost the game because when you have eight coaches out, it's kind of hard to win a football game just because the practice had to be messed up all week, uh, and then the end game had to be messed up all week. So give me, um, give me the Saints bouncing back in this one. I think it's going to be a close game, but yeah, like I said, I'm taking I'm taking the Saints. I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a big bounce back type of day. Uh, you know, there's a chance that Marshawn Lattimore comes back. He was limited in practice today. I just I just like the Saints more than I like the Patriots. The Patriots have a rookie quarterback starting. That's never a great thing. Uh, Damian Harris has been playing great. I'll give him props to that, but I don't see him doing great against his Saints defense, who is also getting Marshawn Lattimore back that can shut down whoever the Patriots have at receiver one. Um, the only really concern that I have is that this game is in New England. It's hard to win in New England. But I'm taking the Saints here. I think Jameis Winston's better than Mac Jones, where these two are in their career right now. Um, they're kind of similar teams, I would say. In theory. In theory. Saints have a good O-line, good running back. Patriots have a good O-line. Okay running back. Okay quarterbacks. Good yeah. defenses. Um, I'm, still, I'm still taking the Saints. Nope, so. I'm taking the Patriots. Agree to disagree on this one. Go ahead and jump into the next game. Go with the Ravens traveling to Detroit. This one should be short and sweet. Give me the Lions. There just we go. Kidding. He said it. It's too late. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Ravens. They just had a big win against the Chiefs. Tyson Williams is averaging 6.5 yards per carry. They just got absolutely obliterated by Aaron Jones. It's not going to be close. Lamar Jackson's going to have himself a day. Hollywood Brown's been playing lights out. Mark Andrews hasn't quite been there, but he's still there. The offensive line is looking surprisingly decent besides one player, but I'm not going to name drop him because it would be kind of rude. Um, I'm not name dropping because it would be rude. Wait, who? The Ravens' offensive line. They look good besides one player. Villanueva. I just said I'm not name dropping because it would be rude. Villanueva sucks. He's looked terrible. But the Ravens' defensive line has looked good. Their rookie, Jason Away, has had some pretty nice-looking plays. Marlon Humphrey's still there. They're still a good defense no matter kind of which way you spin it. They've always been a good defense. So give me the Ravens blowing out the Lions. Granted, the Lions have been kind of in there in games, but... Listen, I eh. saw someone say it, and I couldn't agree more. The Lions are going to be a hard win. They're going to be a team that can always that'll, that sucks, but they'll always find a way to kind of hang in there in some of these games. Like we saw at the 49ers, they hung around with Green Bay the first half, and I think this game will be very similar to how the Green Bay game was. So with that being said, give me the Ravens. You kind of hit this one on the head. The Lions just don't look good. They, they're, in a, they're in like the weird stages of a rebuild. They have a lot of assets. Still don't know who their quarterback is. They're battling some injuries already. Offensive line has looked very okay so far, very mid. Um, Panay Sewell's look good, though. 
Yes, uh, he has. They just can't click on offense. I mean, I don't know what their running back situation is. Jamal Williams has been getting a lot of carries. Jamal Williams is stuck. And with that being said, give me the Ravens in a probably blowout fashion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit finds a way to hang in there for part of this game. That's fair. Next game we got a game that could be interesting, but I doubt it. Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers also. We just saw the Bengals absolutely get destroyed by the Bears. I know that they were crawling back in there, but Joey B did not look too good. This Bears defense was feasting. And now we got a Steelers defense that is pretty good. TJ Watt has looked good. I'm not sure if he's is he gonna be back. Have uh, we heard about he that? Heard his groin. I'm not sure. Haven't heard about that quite yet, but the Steelers defense is still pretty good. The Steelers, they have um a big three receiver, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju. I know Deontay Johnson got banged up. He did avoid a long season injury, so that's that's good, obviously. Um so, you know, hopefully. Ooh, even Big Ben's lit. Yeah. The Steelers are banged up. They got Big Ben, TJ Watt, Deontay Johnson. Hopefully, you know, these guys come back. I could see a couple of missing games, but as long as Big Ben plays, I still see the Steelers winning this game. The Bengals, they haven't been too – haven't looked too good in my eyes, and now they're traveling to Pittsburgh. It's hard to win in Pittsburgh or Schittsburg, as they say. Um, Did Ryan just drop a cuss on the podcast? No, it's one word. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, this has never really happened. We're still only two weeks in. How are we Are we making a rule about, like, a uh, what if QB1 gets named out? Are we allowed to go and change our pick, or are they locked in? Um, what if they rule Ben Roethlisberger out Sunday morning? Can we go in, and if I want to change it to the Bengals, am I allowed, or is it just set in stone and I just got to hold my L? Uh, we'll change it. It's fair. I, I mean, we won't fair. put it on a podcast because it's too late, obviously, but we'll yeah. just text before it happens and yeah. we'll make it happen. All right, I would say we can only do it if, like, uh, something, like, drastic. Major implications. We can't yeah. just go in there and change it because we feel like it. We just have to. Nah, Tyreek Hill's out, so I don't want the Chiefs anymore. It has it's got to be, be like a quarterback. It has yeah. to be a quarterback. All right, cool. um, yeah, um, give me Pittsburgh. Um, the Steelers' offensive line hasn't looked very good. They're playing against a Bengals defense who's kind of mid. The Bengals' offensive line sucks. Haven't been doing Joe Burrow any favors, but like I said, Joe Burrow is not allowed to be and moan about getting pressure on him. He's not allowed to, and if I hear him saying it, I'm going to tell him, I don't know what to tell you, you're a dumbass, for going to bat for Jamar Chase when you could have had Panay Sewell, who's looked very good, who is putting up Tristan Wirfs rookie year numbers so far. Um, but, yeah, now let me go get Jamar Chase. Dumbass. But, now. Nah, um, <laughs> Give me the Steelers as of right now. If they rule Ben Roethlisberger out, I'm 1 million percent changing to the Bengals. You don't like Dwayne Haskins? It's Hater. Mason Rudolph. Dwayne Haskins has been a healthy scratch every week. You don't like Mason Rudolph? Hater? Mason Rudolph is a sorry bum. Oh. Mason Rudolph is terrible. But, yeah, give me the Steelers. I, don't th- I mean, I think the Bengals may be able to hang in there the way the Steelers have looked. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if the Steelers, if Ben Roethlisberger plays, I like the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger don't really lose to the Bengals. So, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and stick with um, the facts on that one and the odds and take the Steelers as long as he plays. I agree. And I, I think Ben Roethlisberger sucks. Sorry to cut you off. Don't get me wrong. I think Ben Roethlisberger is terrible, and I think that the Steelers and Steelers fans are lucky that this is his final year because he sucks. But um, What would you say? Ben Roethlisberger sucks. 
I just wanted to bring it um, Wait, did you ask what I said before I said Ben Roethlisberger sucked or what I said after I said Ben Roethlisberger sucked? I think after you said Ben Roethlisberger sucked. Wait, no, before you said Ben Roethlisberger sucked. I said that he's a sorry bum and that Ben Roethlisberger sucks. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, sorry for the... I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, yeah, with no, that I mean, being said, go ahead and jump into the next game. Uh, where do I want to go? Let's go Let's go to Vegas. I'm leaning more toward Vegas. Yeah. We got the Dolphins traveling to Vegas and... Well, I, I hate the Raiders. I really do. <laughs> I don't know why I just do. And they're going to end up winning this game because two is out and you got Jacoby Brissett in there. I could see it being a close game personally, but the Raiders somehow have been playing good. Somehow they beat the Ravens. Somehow they beat the Steelers. I don't get it because their coach is John Gruden. Their owner looks like a weirdo. Um, Josh Jacobs is always banged up. Their car sucks. Um Derek Carr is number one for MVP right now, Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr is top MVP conversation right now. And no. you're sitting there. Or- Derek Carr sucks. I've been saying it. I'm going to keep saying he sucks. The Raiders suck. Somehow they're going to win this game. And I'm telling you right now, if Tua was playing, I'd take the Dolphins 100,000% of the way. If Tua's playing, I'm still taking the Raiders, just like I'm taking the Raiders now. Um, Jacoby Brissett's terrible. Miami got blown out last week by the Bills. I know it's the Bills. Raiders have seemed to be clicking somehow. They somehow look good. Darren Waller's getting like 10 targets a game. Their receivers are still trying to get their footing. Their offensive line looks terrible. Running back room's terrible, but they're still winning games somehow. I guess their defense is somehow okay. Um, it sucks that it's Jacoby Brissett. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, he wasn't very good with the Colts. When he was a starter, I mean the Dolphins arguably have a better team than he had with the Colts. I want to say, um, yeah. But I don't know, dude. It's tough. I'm not it's liking hard to Jacoby take Brissett. I'm not liking Jacoby Brissett's chances traveling to the Death Star to play the Raiders, who are riding their absolute high horse to the moon right now. So um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Raiders on that one, and let's. We got some good games left. Let's go to um. I say we save the best one for last. We save Monday night for second to last. And let's travel to Minnesota, where the Minnesota Vikings take on the Seattle Seahawks. Minnesota's terrible. They keep blowing these close games. They suck. Kirk Cousins is average. Offense finally clicked last week, though, against the Cardinals. With that being said, give me the Seahawks, who have looked very good this year as well. Give me the Seahawks also. The Vikings, I think they're going to be a middle-of-the-road team. But the Seahawks, I can see winning the division. They just battled against Tennessee. The Vikings, Dalvin Cook's banged up. It seems like he's going to play and be fine. There's potential here to be an offensive shootout. We could have a Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen versus a DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's been playing out of his mind. Um, But, no, still give me the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's going to be the best player on the field. And I got the Seahawks winning this one pretty easy. As you guys seen on the Best Bets video, I took the Seahawks minus one. So, give me the Seahawks. Jumping to the next game or did you have anything to say oh yeah no i was just gonna say um that the vikings are terrible kirk cousins um he's average he needs to go i mean mike zimmer maybe needs to go or just step down to the defensive coordinator spot bringing a new head coach um i like the seahawks seahawks look good last week they've looked good this season and um with that being said here's ryan with the next game got the packers traveling to cali to play the 49ers i got the packers winning this game aaron Rodgers is the best player on the field Aaron Jones is probably the second best player on the field. Oh, no. Devontae Adams is probably the second best player on the field. 
and then you probably got like a Fred Warner and then Aaron Jones type of deal. But yeah, the Packers are going to win this game. Yep. I think Jimmy G could potentially struggle against this Packers defense, which I know hasn't been the greatest, but they still have a pretty decent secondary besides one player. Not going to name drop him because I'm not rude. Um, but other than that, pretty good secondary besides one player. Jair is going to be on Debo. Kevin King sucks. That's who he's talking about. Kevin King is terrible. I saw him get burnt by Alan Lazard on multiple. No. Cephas, right? I watched Kevin King <laughs> I think it was get bagged on, get absolutely, like, you ever seen someone get dunked on? You know what people say? Like, put his stuff in his face. Quintez Cephas went up on Kevin King, exposed him. Kevin King's terrible. I don't know how he's still the effing starter with Eric Stokes on the team. Eric Stokes got a lot more playing time. It's looking like... Matt LaFleur is pushing Kevin King out of the starting lineup finally because he sucks, and that's who Ryan was talking about, and you can continue. With that being said, uh, I could see... Yeah, give me the Packers. (laughs) I could see the 49ers struggling on offense. You got running backs that are just banged up every single week. I'm personally hoping that Jimmy G struggles. Maybe throws a couple picks. Maybe we see some Trey Lance. Um, I've kind of been a Trey Lance hoper in fantasy football terms and haven't really seen it quite yet, but... Nah, still give me the Packers. It seems like the Packers might be back. Aaron Rodgers got some swagger to him, it looks like. It looks like he's a little bit angry. Listen, Aaron Rodgers just wants to get through this year, try and win a Super Bowl, and get the hell out of Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is ready to go to the NFC Championship, lose to the Buccaneers, and leave. So, while we're talking about it, I was thinking about this earlier, and I wanted your thoughts on it. Say Green Bay does the unthinkable and goes and wins the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Is there any shot Aaron Rodgers stays? If if he wins the Super, if they if nah, Green Bay goes and wins the Super Bowl, you don't think so? He can't. It's too late. I I was I was thinking the same exact thing. I don't think there's any. Ch- I mean, but this puts a lot of pressure on him because if he wins the Super Bowl in Green Bay, he has to go somewhere and win a Super Bowl there too, like Tom Brady did. Yeah, he'd had that off year to. in between. He has but to. But yeah, that's oh my. Could you imagine they run through the NFC, beat Tampa Bay, and go see Cleveland in a Super Bowl? It's too late because I mean he. Bashed the whole entire organization, called them all out. And it's Could you like, imagine that? That would kind of be like the biggest F you in history. Like, I won a Super Bowl, F you, I'm leaving. Yeah. And good luck with Jordan Love doing that again. Yeah, and then Packers come out and go like 4-13, and 13, and then the Broncos yeah. go out and win a Super Bowl. After they get Aaron Rodgers, wouldn't that be something? I, could, I was thinking about that earlier. You can't stay. He can't stay. Nah, no way. He's that. that I think that bridge is already burned, and... Whatever pieces of debris are left, they're, they have. But Usually we say we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but he this bridge destroyed the bridge. No yeah. <laughs> this bridge is burned. Um, give me Green Bay. I would love to see some Trey Lance this week, kind of throw him to the wolves like we saw Justin Fields, like we're going to see happen with Justin Fields this week. Um, 49ers, they're a very weird team to me. They I are. mean, they're not good, but, but they're, they're not, not bad. horrible. They're like upper middle tier, I would say. They're not good, but they're not bad, but they're also good. Yeah. Because they're offense. They're good, but they're not great, but they don't suck. They're like. But they're good also. Because their offense got like Debo and a decent running back and then a good O line. When they're healthy, their running backs are dropping like flies. Their running back doesn't need to be good. Their O line just carries. I don't know what they are, they're just there. They're an upper mid tier team, but uh, yeah, I'm still taking upper mid lower team. Green Bay and um, game of the year. The Philadelphia Eagles travel into the Dallas Cowboys. I will be uh, repping my Dallas. I will be repping a Dallas Cowboys jersey Monday night. You got one? 
I'm figuring it out now <laughs> because it's F the Eagles out here. The Eagles suck. I'm not buying into the hype. I gave them the benefit of the doubt. They beat one of the worst teams in football. Went out and got exposed. Tried to run that BS Philly special against the um, 49ers. It didn't work. The Eagles suck. They couldn't capitalize on multiple different occasions. I'm taking Dallas on this one, and it ain't close. The Eagles ain't stopping us. Tony Pollard, Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. Our defense hasn't been great, but they've been making plays. I'm not going to sit here and defend our defense and say we're top five ever, top ten ever, <laughs> ever, top 20 ever. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and say that we've been forcing turnovers, and that's really all you can expect from a horrible defense. Keanu Neal is on the COVID list. Is he? But we get Randy Gregory back. Randy Gregory, Michael Parsons are probably going to be the edge rushers, so hopefully it's a good day. And I'll move on to the – before I move on to the final game, game of the year for real, Um, I'll leave it at this. The Eagles suck. F the Eagles – Wait, what'd you say? I said the Cowboys, or I said the Eagles suck. Go Cowboys. <laughs> Stars up for the Dallas Cowboys, Stars baby. Stars up, baby. Let's go. <laughs> F the Eagles. They're sorry. The Eagles suck. All righty. And then for the final game, I don't know how this isn't primetime game. What time is it? One o'clock? I think it's four. Game of the week. Yeah, but this should, this should is, be. This has. Sunday night football written all over it. Flex Aaron Rodgers out of prime time and keep Eagles Dallas Monday night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling across country to play the Rams. Potential NFC championship preview. We got Tom Brady versus Matt Stafford. We got Mike Evans versus Cooper Cup. We got Chris Godwin versus Robert Woods. We got Leonard Fournette versus Daryl Henderson. We got two two Titan defenses going at each other. But with that being said, we touched on this one more on our Best Bets episode. You don't bet against the GOAT. I don't care who he's playing. Jalen Ramsey couldn't hold Tom Brady. Jalen Ramsey doesn't roof, have roof. any <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, if you know, you know. Jalen Ramsey don't got shit on Tom Brady. Give me Tom Brady. It's not close. I'm wearing my Brady jersey. I love Matt Stafford, and I'm piling the Rams, but I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I don't care if Antonio Brown's out. I don't care how good Cooper Cup or Matt Stafford's look. Tom Brady's the man. He's going to go do his thing, and he's going to go beat the Rams. Enough said. I got Tom Brady over Matt Stafford any day of the week. Thank the only so thing much. the Buccaneers got to do is – Force Aaron Donald outside, not let him go straight up the middle on him. It'll be fine. Work last year, it'll be fine. With that being said, don't bet against the GOAT. F the Eagles. See you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Check out Literally Pizzeria. Also, check out CM Apparel. Thank you guys for showing love. Don't bet against the GOAT. F the Eagles, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Go Cowboys, baby.